Beam review. We're not doing that. God damn it. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. What's your name? I'm Charlie. No, no, be for real. Uh, <laughs> be honest with yourself. What is actually your name? My name is Edgar. And my name is? Say my name. Your name is Ricardo. There you go. Oh, you're such a dirty girl. Hi, my name is Ricky. This is my co-host, Edgar. Say hi, Edgar. Konnichiwa. I don't think we needed two intros, but welcome to the first episode of the Coffee Spill Podcast, where we'll talk about anything and everything. Pretty much. Pretty much. Being the first episode, I guess we're going to just talk about ourselves for a little bit. What do you do? I love to cook. That's good. I love to draw. Nice. I'm also interested in cars. Now, I'm not... Don't, like, cons- not, not, don't consider me as a, an engineer. I do what I can with fixing my own car. But if you ever tell me to resto mod your car, you're looking at the wrong guy. To what? Resto mod. Resto mod. It's a term that it's a it's a term in What does it mean? Resto mod basically means that you <laughs> fix your car at its quality at its classic state, but with the modern quality parts. Who told you to look up words? Engineers, car engineers, basically. Fucking nerd. Anyway, I I'm not interested in cars. I'm interested in Miatas. Is that a car? Does that count as a car? It's got four wheels All right, and close, an engine. Close enough. You, you know. can get it insured and it's street legal. Yeah, close enough. I'm a film student. That's That means anything to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just, and we're, start, we're trying out this podcast thing to see how it goes. Hopefully, we'll make a second episode after this. Yeah. I also like to mention that I'm a culinary student myself. I thought you did say that. Oh, you said you like to cook. Yeah. Do you like to cook? Yeah. <laughs> I also like baking, and I mean breads and cakes. What? <laughs> what do you? What is the other? Does nobody get this joke? What's the joke? I was like, I was, I just said I like baking, but I mean breads and cake. Oh, you mean weed? No, I don't do that. What does the other <laughs> baking mean? Cakes and cakes and bread. Okay, we're gonna move on. Okay. We were playing Spider Man today. Yeah. What do you think about that? Best Spider-Man game since 04, actually. What do you think about the DLC? We, we were playing the heist. Well, considering that we were recording it, I, I, it felt really rushed. Did it? It felt rushed because we were immediately jumping from one thing to another, and I wasn't like absorbing the, the moments on the, the side missions. It felt slow to me. I mean, yeah, it had its moments, and it was al- it's very, very interesting already. Like, already. Like in instant, in an instant, as soon as she was, as soon as the first DLC was introduced, it was like, wow. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> I didn't like the DLC that we were. I, I, okay, I like the story so far. I burped a little bit. I like the story a little bit so far, but oh, these are spoilers, by the way. If you haven't played the DLC, how long has the game been out already? It's been out since. It's been a while. Around fall, I believe. It's been a few months. Like, and the DLC's been out for a while. So if you haven't played the DLC... Okay, what are you doing with your life? Is it free? They, they were... F- it's free... They were free if you bought... Uh, if you pre-ordered it. And you pay, pretty much paid like an extra $30, I believe. Anyway, we're going to spoil a little bit of the heist. We haven't finished it, so we, ha- we can't spoil the whole thing. But we'll talk about it for a little bit. But, um, you know, I like playing... And seeing Felicia's story and like kind of like getting introduced to her. But we played for about an hour and a half. 
and we only got about not including like chasing her through the city we only got about like not even five minutes or maybe at least five minutes of screen time with her that's maximum like we haven't really gotten to know her and it feels very slow do you know anything about black cat about felicia outside of the game yeah in general as for, for the like the character in general of the universe i know a, a little bit about the whole black cat thing like she the whole black cat she's family kind of, thing she's kind of a sad character oh yeah i, I know like, like she's fucked up yeah like it's, it's she's almost like a a tragic version of a uh, catwoman from from, ba- from from the DC universe. I'll be honest, I don't know much about Catwoman. Well, Catwoman, yeah, not not much about her either. But Catwoman and Black Cat, you can immediately see them like they could perfectly work together because one, they both have the names of that involve of a feline and kiss, and, and they're and they're cat burglars. Kiss. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> cat burglars. But anyway, I like if I had to compare the two, I do like Black Cat more. I don't know why. Like, I like her as a character more. Probably because I know her more. And I did play, like, the Batman series or um, for Telltale. And Catwoman is in it. And I know Catwoman is pretty prevalent in the animated series for Batman. But other than that, I don't really know much about her. Yeah, um, they kind of, like, simplified her a bit more. And were able to finally get a complete idea of kind of basically complete Catwoman as a character, basically, if you get what I'm saying. Like, like, like she finally, they finally concluded what, she, concluded a direction for her, where instead it's like, oh, she's in for the thrill, she's teasing Batman, she's there for a moment, and then she leaves. And that's the thing that, it, it's fun for a while, for and exciting when you have a cat burglar that's seductive and sexy for, towards the hero, but at some point it gets old, and it's like, okay, well, what are you trying? To, where are you going with this character? It's like it's a phase. Yeah, at some point it's like, okay, we get it. You know, you're, you're that kind of character. Yeah, I've been through a phase like that. Like I was, I was in Black Cat's position. How? I was seductive. No I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so back to the story. Back to the game. I don't know. It just felt kind of slow and like. They're really dragging it on, but Wh- which one were you talking? Are you talking about the Spider-Man or the height or the DLCs? The DLC, oh, the heist. But we we only played like an hour and a half, so maybe it'll pick up. Ah, uh, the pi- the thing that pissed me off most though was we we had to do another Mary Jane mission. <laughs> it's like what's fun. wrong with Mary Jane? It it's it's a Spider-Man game. Why am I playing Mary Jane? We didn't play any other characters in Spider-Man Two for the PS2. Why are we get, why are we forced to play a regular human? Well, because in the game it's established that you and MJ are working together. Nah, they're gonna break up anyway. How do you know that? Because Black Cat's in and she is fine. Yeah, but Spidey is really oblivious. Like I, I like don't don't get me wrong, I love Spider Man. He's like my number one hero since I was five years old. Nerd. But he is such an oblivious character sometimes that it's like even he doesn't know what he wants from time to time what but the thing that i do appreciate the the uh, that it's mj and peter kind of like it's like spider-man peanut, like it's it's like peanut butter and jelly yeah or lois lane and superman hey you know, you know what the thing is though i don't like jelly <laughs> <laughs> i 
Uh, anyway, I think Peter's too good for Mary Jane, and I don't know. I this MJ isn't as shallow that that I noticed. I did notice that she's she's a bit stricter, but she's not as like. Come here, tiger. She has she has that. Well, yeah, she has that um attitude that everybody knows and everybody loves about MJ. She's definitely more mature. Yeah, and. And I can appreciate that from a sense that, okay, well, she's in college, she's a journalist, she's out of high school, so that kind of attitude is no longer there. I like how this became a Spider-Man review <laughs> for the game. <laughs> well, it's not just the game at all, it's like not just the game, it's like, I'm, I'm describing the characters overall. Yeah. Like, I, I appreciate, like, I love MJ, how she's a party girl, and she likes to have fun and have a good time. But then I feel like she was like that in high school, but now she's no longer like that. Like, she realized, okay, now I need to do something for my life. How old are they supposed to be in the game? This took place eight years after Spider-Man uh, got his powers. And he got his around he w- when he was 15. So he's like around 24, 23 years old. Hold on. We could do math. 15. Wait, how, what, how old is he? 15? He was 15 when he got his powers. 15, 16, 17, 18. He's 23. 23 years old. No, I didn't do math on my hands. <laughs> and so, <clears throat> so yeah, like, considering that they're, they're 23, this is, like, oh, they're already, like, what, three years out of high school? Yeah. Wait. So, no. What? 19. I was. Oh, I five was, years out of high school. Okay. I was 19 when I was out of high school. They're, well, for them, well, because we, were, we weren't very good. <laughs> Wait, was I 19 or was I 18? I forgot. Anyway, point is a little, a little too much information. Point is they're out of high school and they realize that they should actually start considering getting, getting their it, shit together. Yeah, getting their shit together, and it, it looks like Peter. This is the thing that I also love about about the game. Um, for those who don't know, in case you haven't played, there's a there's a there's a cool thing in the game where you can actually go through Manhattan and you find these backpacks and they're scattered all over the city. And one thing that I, that I found in the game is an ID badge for a university that he went in New York. And that gave it some character for the character himself that he wanted to go to college and study and major in science and biology and stuff like that. And to me, that's like, that's a, that's like a, a, a mixed feeling for me where he has a responsibility to the city, but at the same time, he also has dreams and desires to go to to school and uh, pursue what he wants to do since he was a kid before yeah. he before this the weight of the city was on his shoulders. That's why I like. Remember when we 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 read the uh, the Amazing Spider Man the Spider Verse series that arc. The the introduced it was the Parker Luck. Yeah, we read that, and I really liked exploring. Even if it's just like, because we read the main series, we didn't read the side stories. That's what I'm disappointed at. Like I couldn't, I didn't get those comics. But we we stayed on the main storyline, following the actual Peter Parker, and I liked seeing some universes where there was one universe where Ben Parker gets the powers. Yeah, and Peter basically stays. I think does he die? He did. He dies, doesn't he? Uh. I don't remember, honestly. 
there was one year i think there was one universe where he doesn't die yeah and he does end up going to college and university and he becomes this super important science figure i remember now what happens does he die or not I don't know. I don't think he dies. I want to th- read that, them again. That's one universe, and then there's another one where he uh, actually. I can't remember. I know that the Parker Luck, which is basically the original Spider-Man since the '60s, that's like that's the S- Spider-Man that. That's the, the one that we read, right? Yeah, the okay. Parker Luck. Yeah. I know that that one's rich because, um, for those who don't know. He he was he switched bodies with Doc Ock, and hey spoilers, huh? Spoilers. This has been out for a long time. <laughs> it has been, and Doc Ock is now in Peter Parker's young, young body, and and I saw the picture too. I saw the I saw the image of how Doc Ock looks when he's dying, and it's so sad. And and I, and I and I even felt so so sorry for Peter because I even saw tears coming down on. Peter Space when he's in Doc Ock's body, like, like he was like, "Holy shit!" Like, I'm you, dying. I'm dying. You, you did this to me. Yeah, and I got away with it. I'm wondering if they'll go into that direction for the next Spider-Man game, um, because it in the game again spoilers. Doc Ock's body is failing. Also, like he has this disease, and I'm not actually sure if it was a real disease or not. It was well. It was more of a neurological disease. Yeah, and his ba- his body is basically breaking down. That's why he was trying to create those, the tentacles to help him move around. Which again, this Doc Ock, I have not, I have not appreciated or enjoyed a, a Doc Doctor Octavius since Spider Man Two in 04. Yeah, usually when I see Doc Ock, like okay, because I've I've seen Spectacular Spider Man. Yeah, we've seen the 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 show from the nineties, like that Russian show. Right, it's it's Russian, right? I thought it was Russian. Oh, what is it? I think it's American, but is it's it? like I it, like it's animated very it's awkwardly. Very weird. It's cut down very awkwardly. Yeah, but that that one with the intro that goes Spider Man, that one. Did right? you know? Did you? Uh, interesting fact: the in the theme was actually uh, played the solo, and that sound effect where he says Spider Man in a robotic tone, that's actually Joe Perry. Really? From from Aerosmith. What the fuck? That's an interesting fact. I didn't know that. <laughs> anyway, so, you know, we've seen that. We've seen those two shows. Um, what else have we seen? I've seen Doc Ock in um, Ultimate Spider-Man. I did not on, enjoy that on, Doc Ock. I didn't. And, like, usually when Doc Ock appears, I'm like, oh, here we go again, Doc Ock. But Spider-Man 2 had a good one with Alfred Molina. And I really enjoyed this iteration of Dr. Octavius. Yeah, like, at first I was worried because because I, I saw because I, 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 I watched Spider-Man 2 uh, not too not too long ago like pretty recently actually like a month ago we watched it together oh yeah <laughs> I forgot <laughs> you were there I was there asshole yeah. and when I watched him I was like okay so you, you can see that there's already an attachment because here you have a very famous scientist that is working under that actually has a, a duty for a duty. Osco, Oscorp Excuse me, I, was, I belched. Sorry, and uh, and here you have Peter who idolizes that scientist, who is Doctor Octavius, and you see that implemented into the game. And the fact, but the thing that they did is that they changed it up even more, where it's not only Peter just wanting a simple interview and watch a demonstration; he's actually working with him, and has the and, sh- and they both share the same vision, which makes them 
which makes their relationship even stronger as friends, even to a point where it's like a father-son relationship. I was just about to say that. Yeah. I was going to say that. It's like a father-son relationship. And I was worried because I was like, I thought to myself that uh, we already saw this and but then it but then it stepped that up a little bit more and I was like okay this is not a bad idea I legitimately cried I dude again this is like I, I I'm, I'm sorry I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep comparing Spider-Man 2 a lot in this podcast I apologize it's a fucking good movie don't know fucking don't apologize to them <laughs> but yeah I mean it's true because I mean the 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 emotional aspects there, there are a lot of elements in the film that just that touch the human spirit in a certain way that, that that's why that's why it's so relatable spider-man 2 the movie like from um sam raimi it's a very interesting feeling to watch that movie because as a kid we saw it we saw it as a kid we saw it when it premiered and God, that's a good day and watching it as a kid it's it's interesting to see it because it's like it's one of the coolest Spider-Man movies I've seen. And, like, yes, I, I'm even including Amazing Spider-Man and Homecoming in that. It's one of the coolest Spider-Man. It's cheesy as fuck because it's early 2000s, <laughs> but it, there's a charm to it. And it's really, it it kind of holds up, kind of doesn't. Some of the effects don't hold up. Uh, but there's, there's something, there's a very nostalgic feeling to it that I really like. This is why I personally enjoy the Raimi films, including the third film. Fuck you. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> you okay, serious? because... Okay, granted, granted, and, 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 and hear me out. It wasn't Sam Raimi's fault. True. For Spider-Man 3's fault. True. Or for Spider-Man 3's uh, flaw. Yeah. The thing that I really love about the, the, the trilogy with Tobey Maguire... Is one, it's, and I hate to use this card, the nostalgia card, but it's the film that introduced me to the character. I was aware of him, but as soon as, and I remember that day, my cousin, uh, who is in Texas right now, he brought it as, uh, as a VHS. Spider-Man 3? Spider-Man 2. I mean, the first movie. Oh. Spider-Man 2, 2002. I was going to say, I was going to say, like, did Spider-Man 3 make it to VHS? No. <laughs> I was like, what no. the fuck? No, at that time, at th- th- that time, the Blu-ray already came out. Should we should, should we make that old man joke about what a VHS is? Just skip it. We'll just skip it. Fuck it. Uh, People know what VHSs are. Well, uh, this is back in 02, in 2002. Yeah. And my bro- my uh, not my brother, my cousin. One of my cousins brought uh, a VHS copy of Spider-Man two of the the first Spider-Man movie. I keep saying Spider-Man two. I'm sorry. And he he uh, put it in, and we started watching it, and I was so amazed that i begged and begged and begged non-stop at my mom to get me a copy it's funny because i remember when spider-man was still in theaters the first spider-man um we saw the you know we saw the trailers for it you guys went to go see it i didn't yeah i was i was actually scared <laughs> yeah you were fucking frightened because well you're, because your argument was because spiders no, and- no, no, no no this is what this is the reason why and keep in mind our mother is arachnophobic yes okay oh, that made it funnier because yeah. <laughs> so, I went to go see it with her. She sat next to me. And we sat... I remember we sat at the very front. Yeah, at the very front. So me, being a kid... When did that movie come out? This was like... I looked it up. It came out and it premiered on May 4th, 2002. 2002. So I was... Wait, really? Spider-Man 1? The first movie? Yeah. Okay, so I was... Let's see. 
I was like 11. I was five, five years old, um, almost six. No, if I was 11, you must have been nine because that's how math works. 2002. Wait, I, <laughs> we're actually doing math for this shit. I was six. I was around five or six years old. Okay, so I was eight then. <laughs> Wait, really? I was eight? God. Okay, anyway. So, in my mind, because it was rated PG-13, and, you know, you had to take your... Your parents had to take you. Yeah. So, our parents, our mom and our dad, took me and our cousin to go watch it. And I felt like it's such an adult because I got to see this PG-13 movie. And I thought, oh, I'm so brave for watching this. <laughs> and when we sat down to watch it, I was expecting it to be a horror film for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, but I, I, I really liked it. Yeah, it, like, exactly. That's what I thought because... And this is where I thought it was a, it was a horror film because one, not gonna lie, the design of the suit, the way how angry the suit looks, and the way how Green Goblin looked, I was like, this is a scary film. And then they were they were also showing a lot of night shots of the trailer, back and forth. Oh yeah, where they, they did use a lot of night shots. Yeah, and like to the point where like even the rain scene where Peter kisses Mary Jane uh, in the rain. Uh, that that to me was like this looks horrifying. Yeah, especially because he was kissing a woman. Like we were. Yeah, it's an adult. It's an adult moment. That's like this is. <laughs> no, I sh- wait, no, I was trying to make a joke. It's because as a kid, it's like ew, girls. <laughs> I was trying to make that joke. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, ew, cooties. Yeah, and so I was watching it, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to see this until my cousin came over and he showed it to me. I'm amazed at how fucking into Spider Man you were as a kid. Oh my god! You were fucking into that shit. Like you were, <laughs> like I got into it for a while. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, Spider Man. But you fucking dove head first. <laughs> yeah, I. Oh my god, yes, I remember when I first saw the movie, and and uh, it, it really what? <laughs> Just keep talking. It's Sorry. Fine. And so when I first saw the movie, I was like, this is this is a, this movie's freaking awesome, and. I even to the and, and I remember, I started buying toys. I wanted to dress up for him as Spider Man as uh, I wanted to dress up as Spider Man for Halloween, and then I lost my mind the day that we, I think we went to we went to go see a stupid movie, a really really dumb movie. I, I mean, if I maybe Which I thought, movie? it was that one movie with that little white robot. White robot. Oh, Hitchhiker's Guide to was it Hitchhiker's Guide to the Universe or the God? That movie was boring as hell. I, I didn't. Know. I fell asleep. I didn't like it. I loved it. You may have. I don't remember it. That day we were either gonna watch Star Wars at the Episode Three or or that movie, and you chose that piece was, of shit. But was Episode Three already out? Star Wars Three? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What the? I fuck? wanted to see General Grievous fuck Obi Wan Kenobi up. I wanted, I wanted to see that shit. <laughs> So, and I seriously remember, we went in, and our, uh, correction, actually, this happened in 05, actually, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2 came out in 04. You're a dumbass. <laughs> Let me retrace back, actually. We went to go see a different movie. Yeah. And and I was surprised how very, very outdated the theater were in terms of uh, putting posters, because mm-hmm. we were going to see... A different film and already there was a, a poster of treasure planet and i was like oh that's a cool movie but the movie was already out like had already been in theaters because it came out in, in 2003 and when we 
When wait, wait, so there was a poster for Treasure Planet. Yeah, but the movie was already like on home video. Yeah, like like on the like around that time it was gonna come out. This was in Edwards, wasn't it? I th- I think it was that mo- that that theater has been is it's been doing a lot better. Oh yeah, it looks great. And so anyway, we got inside and I remembered like we were. <laughs> you sound really sarcastic right now. <laughs> oh yeah, it looks great. No no no, no. I, I really do mean it. It looks actually great because I do remember going back inside. It looks really nice. And so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying my best not to sound sarcastic. Okay. okay. So we went in, and I remember it was around the corner, that poster. Because as you turn around the corner, there, you go down the hall, and it's more theaters along down that hallway. And we went into a theater that was right in front of that the entrance. Went to into a theater that was right in front of that poster. The entrance was right in front of that poster. We got in there, and we went. We saw that. We saw whatever movie was playing. And as we left when the movie was over they changed the poster and it was the famous shot of spider-man like it's, it was that famous famous shot of of spider-man like swinging through the city but yeah like you can barely see it has that orange oh, golden yeah. hour shot yeah and in his eye you see doc ock's eye and i lost my shit for that I was like telling my mom, we have got to go see this mom. And my mom told me and she promised me and I love my mom for this to this very day because of that. I mean, I love my, I love my mom always. Don't worry. She bought the tickets ahead of time, literally a month ahead of time. Really? For the premiere. Huh? She bought them. Wait, like, we saw the premiere? We went We went the day the movie was going to come out. Was that the premiere? It was. I just thought we were going to go see a movie. It wasn't at the premiere. Let me let me correct that. Well, it yeah, was, I know it was. It was the day of the release and for the movie. It was on a Wednesday, June thirtieth, two thousand and four. What a weird day to release a film. Well, it was. It was on June. It was during summer vacation. It's Wednesday though. Who releases a film on Wednesday? Anyway, yeah, I probably freaked out the same way you did about Spider Man for um, all the Harry Potter, Harry, Harry Potter, Harry, Harry Potter, Harry Potter, the Harry, the Harry Potter films. That was my geek out moments those films i didn't want to see because those were definitely scary for me really you well because again you were into you were into uh some horror not like extreme horror but you had a curiosity for some of that uh witchcraft people keep genre people keep thinking that i'm into horror films and horror genre i'm not that into it like like you have a taste for it like you can actually I, I noticed that you always have appreciation, at least an appreciation for it. Bro, I was laughing my ass off for the last Halloween movie. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious. I saw it with a friend, uh, and we went to go see it. And, like, we, I was barely getting to know this friend, and we really bonded over this film because we were both laughing our asses off. <laughs> There's a scene that I remember from Halloween where um, I don't even know who the freaking killer is. It's Michael Myers, right? Mike. Mike Michael Myers. Yeah, Michael yeah. Myers. There is this funny shot, and like, I was laughing my ass off because you know it's Halloween night. It's a street, and the streets like uh, filled with, filled with children like doing their trick or treating thing. And Michael he walks behind his house, and it's this lady. She's like on the phone or whatever. Michael, uh, you know, he kills her or whatever. She's dead. Yeah. And then he walks to the house, and he's as he's walking, there's this crib, and you hear like some baby noises, and you're like. Oh, he's going to kill this kid. But then you're thinking, no, wait, he only kills women. Like, they established early on, like, <laughs> what? 
What? I don't know why that's funny. He they, only kills women. They established early on in, in the movie right. that he only ever killed women and maybe a couple of men, but to, like to defend himself. And so as he's approaching the baby, I'm like, he's not going to do it. And he gets near the baby and he looks at the baby and then he walks away. And for some reason, my friend and I, we lost it. We were just lo- we were just laughing. <laughs> and then like it was bo- it was a boy, I think. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and, and so whenever, uh, from that moment on, whenever he killed anybody, like, my friend and I would be like, oh, that's a shame. Oh, that's a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were just laughing. That's what I noticed. Like, uh, some people who, who, who uh, watch cheesy horror, and by the way, you never saw the, the, the original Halloween? I, the Halloween? The original Halloween? Mm. 1979, I believe. No, I've never seen it. That one is <laughs> that one is freaking funny. But at the same time, is it is it the type of film where if you saw it at the time, it would be it would hold up, but now it's just a fun movie to watch. To this very day, well, first of all, it's that film that started the the the, the, the slasher horror cliche stuff. Yeah. You know, horny teenagers running uh always wanting to Wait, say that word again. Horny teenagers. I like how you said it the first time. Horny, 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 horny teenagers. Yeah, yeah, and they're getting into trouble. You know, sneaking out at night, and there's always that that one good-looking, that one pretty boy, always talking to the sluttiest girl there, and they actually get together, and then everybody else, every everybody else dies. You know, it's that cliched stuff. Yeah. That the that Halloween apparently is the one that started it all, and it. it it stands out because it's famous for that, but at the same time, it is pretty good because there are elements that, even if if you were actually going to make a horror film, you can actually learn a few things out of it. Where, for example, and this is like my take on horror, and keep in mind, I don't watch a lot of horror. Uh, the thing that really pisses me off about horror is that they always think that loud is scary. Yeah, it's not. It's it, a- it just pisses you off it startles you for a second yeah but at the same but yeah like what i hate is that it gets you um it basically scares you and gets your adrenaline going and you shit your pants momentarily but then i hate moment i I hate the formula where attention is gone when the real shit happens i hate the formula where the, the film slows everything down it makes everything really quiet and then they get you with a jump scare which it does work. It will make you yeah. jump out of your seat, and it does give a moment of suspension or, or suspense. But uh, it's not scary; it's just suspenseful. Exactly. And so this is where I'm a. Here's a spoiler. Did you care about it? For which movie? For the the, the 70s version of Halloween. Oh, it came out in the 70s. I don't give a shit. Okay. Okay. I just want to let you know. I just want. I just wanted to ask you. I mean, I'll watch it probably just to like learn from it. Okay, so there's a scene in the film, and this is where it's. I think it's a really good example for a jump scare, because it's not scary. I mean, it is. I mean, it startles you, but it doesn't involve high pitch, loud banging or screeching noises or anything like that, or some horrifying sound design. It's literally this guy who's kind of dressed in a trench coat, and I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting if he was like a principal or something trying to like find these teenagers who are trying to get into trouble he's trying to get them in trouble or something i can't remember but he's like looking behind a shrub behind a hedge on the front lawn of a house 
And as he's looking, and this was like around when, you know, Michael Myers has been already terrorizing the neighborhood. And it's quiet. It's kind of peaceful, actually, if you think about it, the way how everything looks. It's a peaceful neighborhood. It's really quiet. You hear nothing but crickets. And the the guy is looking behind the hedge. And just before you think it's coast is clear and all that, he sees you see a hand and it, uh, coming towards him about to touch his shoulder and immediately cuts to uh, kind of like a, a diagonal undershot uh, behind the guy. Uh-huh. And it's actually a police officer. I'm trying to picture what that would look like. Yeah, and he gets touched. Like, the guy is grabbed by, uh, by the shoulder by that police officer and the guy immediately turns around and he's like, oh, Jesus. Like, oh, God, you scared me. Uh-huh. And it's like that moment where it's like, oh, God, like, you're like, holy shit. That- it's, a, it's like a false scare. Yeah, it's a false scare, but it's not trying to it's not trying too hard you know it scares you and it gives you that false it's like the horror. It's, like, it's like if i had to compare it to like a physical moment a movement it's like it's like when you go fake a punch and you make somebody flinch it's like uh oh, got you exactly and it's exactly and i think it's a good good jump scare because one it's more realistic it plays on your expectations yes and also and cheesy as may, as this may sound you can kind of relate to it in a way where you know somebody walks up right behind you and touches you just like just to tell you something it makes you jump and makes you jump because you're get into something uh what you're on what you're doing and it scares you well that being said when i saw um if you get, if you get what i mean when i saw halloween the new one um it was very it felt like it was very aware of what it was it, when you watch that new Halloween movie, because there's been a few of them already. There's been a few already. And yeah, um, like apparently when if you watch them, the lore doesn't really make sense. Mm-mm. Like, like, I, I don't know what they write, what the what the writers are thinking. And I think this one is aware of it, of how ridiculous it is. Some of them were directed by a rock star. <laughs> so when you watch this Halloween movie, it's it's over the top. <laughs> it's. It's cheesy as all <laughs> yeah. hell. Um, there are some moments where it looks like it tries to take itself seriously, mm-hmm. but it takes itself too seriously to the point where it's funny again. Yeah. And it ends up becoming like an action movie at the end. And overall, it's it's there was only one jump scare that legitimately startled me in the movie. And after that, after that jump scare... Um, you kind of figure out the pattern. Mm-hmm. So the rest of the movie, I was like, there's going to be a jump scare here. And and like nine times out of ten, I was able to call out when there was going to be jump scares because I think the movie was just trying to, I think the people who made the movie were just trying to have fun with it. Yeah, um, that's the thing about Halloween. And I think it's become kind of like a tradition. If you ever hear about, oh, there's a new Halloween movie coming out. If you and you immediately know that, oh, it's a horror film. For those who've never seen any of the Halloween films, don't take it too seriously. Because if you're going to think of it as, oh, it's going to be like Get Out or... Wait, have you seen it? Um, I've seen a few. I mean, like, I remember when I went to go see my cousin. Yeah. We saw... I only saw a little bit of it and I thought, wow, this is really bad. Yeah, I figured out that... And at first, I thought it was an action film, actually. Yeah, I figured out that, oh, Halloween is just, it's just a fun movie to watch. Yeah, and it's the same thing with uh, Freddy vs. Jason. I've actually never seen that. Really? 
I think I might have seen a few scenes back in, like, back when we were little, when, we, when like, we still watched the Sci-Fi Channel. Because it would come out on there, right? No, it it came out a couple times on uh, on HBO. And I I saw a few, and it's it's really bad. Not, <laughs> not, it? not that I think about it, because... I've never seen it. Because because it's like think of like this in terms for for the horror fans you have two iconic horror characters one is basically dead and is very 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 uh durable and can withstand anything another one is a freaking demon that can kill you through your dreams somebody was trying to debate who would actually win if like like establishing their powers, like their power sets. Like who would actually win, Jason or Freddy? In the film, it it kind of explains it, but at the same time, wait, who wins? Spoiler alert: Jason wins. Really? Yeah, and it's kind of funny because it's because at the same because I was like looking at it, looking back at it, I was like, this film was like really trying to be like that horror film where the victims are in the crossfire. You know what I mean? And it was like the victims were literally trying to aim the the monsters the at each mo- other. basically the monsters at each other yeah and so that they can escape and when it happens it became an instant like batman horror version of batman v superman they're fighting each other uh freddy is like getting stabbed multiple times by barbed wires Jason has that's fucking brutal. It's 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 a brutal brutal fight scene. And it's at this like it's metal as hell actually, and there's a lot of metal music going on too. <laughs> and so finally, finally, um, Jason decapitates Freddy. They fall into the water and die through, uh, through an engulfing inferno. And then, the next morning after the fire died out, and basically you see nothing but a a, a big fire. Excuse me. It's fine. Okay, that's fixed. It's the fire dies out, and it's the next morning. And Jason, like always, because you know he's like he's coming back. He's walking out of the water, and he's got his machete back. I don't know how he got it back because it flew like thirty feet away from him. From it's like Mjolnir. (laughs) Yeah, basically, he's walking out, and he still has. Wait, wait, is Jason Thor? Uh, Maybe. (laughs) And he's walking out of the water like nothing. And he's got Freddie Mer- uh, Fre- Mercury. <laughs> I was about to say Freddie Mercury. He has Freddie Krueger's head, decapitated head, and he has this dead look on his face, like, ugh, like dead. Doesn't it move? Yeah, and he looks at the camera and winks, like, hey, I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> That's so dumb. Like, did you like it? So, bye bye. So, real quick, like, I don't, I don't know. Actually, I didn't even set a timer, but, like, um, before we close out, what do you think about um, the new Godzilla trailer? You see it? Godzilla King of Monsters? Yeah. Is that, is that what it's called? Yeah. What'd you think about it? It looks Okay, here's my here's my opinion. I appreciate monster films because mm-hmm. when you make a good monster film, you have a great opportunity to execute how massive he is and how scary this can be. Like that one Godzilla movie you keep showing me. Oh, let me look it up real quick. Because what's, it, what's it called again? I'll look it up real quick. You keep talking. Yeah, and that one looks horrifying. That Godzilla looks scary, and the Godzilla that we see here in 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 America, um, I like him. Like he's scary and giant, and at the same time he's also like 
you can it already establishes that okay he wouldn't hurt a fly but he doesn't and he doesn't mean it like whenever he destroys cities and, and he's causing chaos and killing innocents he doesn't mean it and i appreciate how the weight and the size of the situation is brought on to the 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 Godzilla film back in when it was it when was it 2014 2015 uh the the first Godzilla yeah I th- yeah i think so 2014 2015 yeah and i appreciate that king of monsters i hope they can actually still put weight on it because sometimes if you make it too big it'll get boring now so, the, sorry sorry the movie you, the, the Godzilla you're talking about and i did see this uh i i did see a a, a subbed version of this Godzilla Resurgence, it is ridiculous. It's have you seen it? You so, you show me some shots, some some uh, so moments the, of him, and he looks more so horrifying than so the it's than, fucking, than the one in, in America. This Godzilla is terrifying. It's like <laughs> I was like I was legitimately scared watching it, but this Godzilla is it tries to take on a realistic approach of what would actually happen if a real life monster like this came to be. Because like if you watch um the original godzilla or not the original okay uh, hold on with that because i because i need i want to finish my opinion before we close all right fine my so that was my first part like make it making it too big can sometimes be boring so i really hope that they don't overdo it with the giant stuff or they can at least get creative because there's different monsters mothra is going to be in it yeah now there's another thing not only mothra but there's like a freaking eight-headed dragon i think it's is it eight-headed? I thought it was three-headed. It, it looks like a bunch of heads. I could be wrong. I forgot the name of that monster, though. It's got multiple heads. Yeah. And I think there's a another monster I don't remember. And uh, then there's Godzilla. Yeah. So I'm like, there's a lot of monsters going on. And it's making me kind of worry that these... Because I didn't know this in Japan, the way, how, the way how it is in Japan. There's a lot of lore with each monster. Mm-hmm. And considering that there's actually a good following, a big following here in America, too and Japan combined who are fans of Godzilla and the kaiju the kaiju universe that is Godzilla I'm worried that you know that many monsters can actually be a little too clustered I'm excited for it though I mean yeah I'm excited I'm not, I'm not don't get me wrong I have not seen it and that's the thing like I'm that, that's just, just like well my uh, as for take it as an opinion piece as we're recording this it hasn't come out yeah as we're recording it's, it hasn't come out I have not seen it I could be definitely be wrong, and if I'm wrong, and I have been, I mean, multiple times, because, I mean, come on, we're only human. I mean, I hell, go see it, it when it comes out. I mean, regardless. Don't let, don't let me stop you. Regardless of whether it's good or bad. Yeah. It's, it's that thing that happened with Pacific Rim. For all of its flaws that it might have and all its plot holes. True. Freaking seeing giant monsters fight giant robots is fucking exciting. Regardless of what the flaws are. True. If you're going to show me a movie of these giant monsters kicking the shit out of each other <laughs> and people are going to die, as fucked, <laughs> as, as fucked up as it sounds, like re- regardless of whether it's good or bad, I'm going to go see that movie. It sounds fucking awesome. True. I mean... Oh, so real quick, back to Resurgence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you really want to check out Resurgence, I do recommend it. It's It's kind of a slow film. It's pretty slow paced. It does drag on a few, a few at a few times. So watch it at your leisure. But um, it it definitely tries to take on a, a more real, quote unquote, realistic approach of what could actually happen. And that Godzilla in that movie is insane. 
Like I showed you that video of him with his atomic breath. Yeah. Don't don't spoil it. But yeah, go check it out. It's it's a really good movie. Well, it's not. It's not like Oscar worthy. I wouldn't say it's Oscar worthy. Okay. But it's a fun film to watch, maybe with a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wa- I recommend watching it with a friend because it is pretty slow. Um, but other than that, I'm excited for the new Gods of the movie. I did notice, and I do appreciate this from by what you showed me. If you don't spoil it, no, no, no. no. If you really do enjoy Godzilla, even back then, like where there's claymation and then there's also the guys in the suits, and they're just on a set, like you can easily tell. It looks like uh, you know, Megazords and Power Rangers. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's kind of like that back then, but I mean, you know, we have CGI now. If you like that Godzilla, the way how he looked way back in the day. You're, I do think you might like this because he does look like that. In Resurgence? Yeah. He has that l- classic Oh, appearance. yeah. Yeah. He does look... <laughs> and he looks ugly as hell. <laughs> there, there, it's like, there, there's a few... But goof- it's a badass ugly. There's a few goofy scenes. Anyway, I think this is a pretty good first episode. We actually... I didn't... Going I, into this, I didn't know what we were going to talk about. I'm glad we figured out what we were going to talk about. Honestly, I can go. I can go a little bit longer. If we you, could. If you down. We could, but you know, <laughs> we're we're still we're still playing with the format. Maybe next time we'll make a longer episode, depending right. on what the feedback is like. Sure. Anyway, thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the first episode of the Coffee Spill Podcast. Uh, do you want to plug in anything, Edgar? Um, check out. Uh, well, our YouTube channels. Sure, yeah. You can check out my YouTube channel, Mr. Pepperman. Also check out my Mr. Pepperman uh Instagram. Now, is that Mr. Pepperman as in you're already married or is there a Mrs. Pepperman or Mrs. Pepperwoman? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just okay, it's that's a different that's another story for a di- for another time why I decided to go for that name. Anyway, and then yeah, you can follow me on uh, how would you even sp- if I okay, if I say septrium, do you, would you know how to spell that? Well, I do, but you already you already told me. I already seen it. All right, so you can follow me on septrium at, at Twitter. Well, I don't really use Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. It's spelled S E P T R Y E M, and also maybe check out. We're gonna try to set up an Instagram for coffee spill for updates on the on. I guess oh, we're also going to upload this on YouTube. So we'll try to get this up on SoundCloud, YouTube, and hopefully iTunes. I'm going to figure that out. And we'll see you We'll see you next time, folks. Bye. Say bye. This is Coffee Spill Podcast. I'm Edgar. <laughs> what the fuck?